0: Okay, listen up. You're now locked into the I Do It for Hip Hop podcast.
1: DJ Bugsy is bringing back the essence of hip hop. Hear the voices from the artists, the DJs, and the movers and shakers that keep the culture alive. Most importantly, they're keeping it hip hop. Hey, DJ
0: Bugsy, you ready? (laughs) And now to our regular scheduled program.
1: What it do, what it do, it's your boy DJ Bugsy. This is episode 21 of Do For Hip Hop Podcast. I'm so excited because tonight I have a very dope artist coming in to talk to about art and basically i found her on instagram and you know doing the meet mill riley but before we get to that um i just want to say thank you to everybody that's been a part of my process with this podcast today marks the one year anniversary for do it, for hip hop podcast i'm so excited and thrilled to be doing what i do and doing what i love yeah and it's my anniversary. <laughs> yes, this is our Do it For Hip Hop podcast anniversary. I'm so excited. Tomorrow let that rock out for a little bit. Let that rock out. That's right. That's right, man. <laughs> yeah, I fell in love with, with with media and I fell in love with, but yo, check it out. That's just to let y'all know that I'm here. I'm here to stay. I'm in it to win it. And I'm so excited for tonight because we're going to merge art with hip-hop. I think hip-hop has evolutionalized and changed from graffiti to art. And I think that Jay-Z and Swiss Beats are the contributors of that. But this young lady is also a contributor. And she's been doing art for the likes of 50 Cent, Um, Lala, um Carmelo Anthony. I can go on and on. Dave East. And now she's here with us. So I'm going to welcome to the podcast... The one and only Miss Billy Joe. Give it up for Miss Billy Joe. She's walking in the room right now. <laughs> she's about to have a seat. And we're going to get it cracking because it's the one year anniversary. She also has a girlfriend with her.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is my best friend, my assistant, my basically uh, sister. Okay. She's, she's um, been with my brother for how seven, many seven, 7 years? Okay. Yeah, like she's one of the only people I trust to watch. She's like literally like my right-hand man.
1: Okay. And literally dope. like
0: one of my best friends too.
1: Okay. Can hey Eric, can you move that mic down just a little bit cuz when I start recording these vid- this video footage, I got to get her pretty face in the video, you know? What I mean, I don't want the the microphone covering the prettiness. You feel me?
0: Oh. Uh, am I am, am I supposed to put these on? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Ooh
1: does sound way different so we Liddy, it's the one year anniversary <laughs> yes. for our door for hip-hop podcast we got mimosos popping up in this joint. <laughs> yes we pouring drinks we we listen we we getting it cracking we got billy Joel. she got her drink i got mine Welcome to the Do it For Hip Hop Podcast. I appreciate you coming on my show. I want to congratulate you on all the success that you've been getting um, from being featured in the Shade Room to being on the news. Tell me who Billy Joe is and tell me how you got <laughs> started in art. Like, I want to know, when did the creative juices start? Well, I am Billy
0: Joe. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> and um, is mm-hmm. it okay if I sit back?
1: No, you got to stick to that. Okay. Life. Yeah.
0: I've been creative my whole life. Like okay. I've definitely mm-hmm. always been into art. Okay. Um if, when I was little and younger, I had even like I drew a picture of a squirrel and I gave it to my principal and okay. he actually had it framed and hung it on his wall really? for years. Yeah. Okay. And I didn't know that, but uh, my older uh, my sister-in-law, who's mm-hmm. married to my older brother, she worked in the school. And when I was mm-hmm. in college or after college, I forget when. She's like, "Yeah, you, you know that squirrel you made for Mister Goldberg is still, on, <laughs> is still on his wall in his office." Mm-hmm. You know, but there's yeah. just been a lot of things like that. Okay. Um, when I was like eight years old, they built a pinecone zone. It was like a recreational center in my hometown, Molka Township. Okay. It's called the Pinecone Zone. I think I just said that. <laughs> but um, they picked a couple kids out from within the school. Okay. And I was one of them. And, like, we each, we got to make a painting. And it's still up in the Pinecone Zone now. And it says, like, Billy Joe age, I think, like, eight. Okay. You know? I, it's cool. just, like, just. A bluebird or something? Yeah, it was a bluebird. <laughs> and um, I always made scrapbooks. With my grandma, I would mm-hmm. sew. I crocheted, right. made little dots. I just always did stuff. Right. So, right. I got most artistic in the yearbook okay. in high school. But okay. painting, when I started painting, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I definitely touched a paintbrush throughout my life. Okay. Like, just like I did all that other stuff, just picking up some type of craft was never foreign to me. Right. But when I got pregnant, I definitely, that's when I think like this ball started rolling. Um, I couldn't go out as much anymore because um, mm-hmm. I've been a bartender. I still am there
1: okay, um,
0: at Fat Tuesday on South Street and a manager there for now 10 years or more. Really? Like going to, yeah.
1: So you've seen all <laughs> the influx of hip-hop, all the, all the picnics, all the different things that came to Philly. You have been around that pretty um, much.
0: I mean, I've been behind the bar at Fat Tuesday, and I've been around... <laughs> The music and the crowds and the people that coming in and out there right. that a- attend those events. I right. haven't been to all those events myself because I I was mm-hmm. always one of the people who were working during the. That's a busy time, you know. The May, I still haven't been to Made in America Festival. I actually that's a lie. This past year was the first time one of the days. Mm-hmm. I, went, I took the train down to Philly with my mom because I actually wasn't working at Fat Tuesday. Okay. And my, me and my mom walked around the outside because we didn't have wristbands. So mm. we just enjoyed just like, it. Yeah, it, it was yeah, cool in. as hell. I'm in. I, We actually... I walked by Memphis Bleak. And I was, oh, you did? Yeah. And then... uh I saw an artist standing there with a paint. I was like, damn, I should have got my hustle on. I felt like I missed the opportunity. I was like, I could have done that and, <laughs> and blown it out the gates. But
1: right, right.
0: I didn't even think about that. It was just really just to go. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to go to Made in America so bad, but right. I'm always working it. I
1: know that's right. <laughs> and
0: I got so many kids that I don't, I don't even if I. <laughs> Even if I'm not working and I don't want to have, have a babysitter Watch all three of my kids So I don't really just be going out for fun Unless it's an okay, opportunity it's there
1: Yeah, opportunity knocking at the door But that was different, it was with so, my mom So how is being a mother and being an artist How do you juggle that? Because I know that has to be hard Especially going to places like the Art Basel show in Miami And traveling <laughs> Like, How do you juggle your personal life um, with, your, with your career? Yeah
0: Yeah <laughs> Uh, very strategically. It's like um, it's just I have a great mm-hmm. few people that really love me. Okay. That help me. Okay. This is Tasha. She's one. My Tasha. mother Hi, is, an, <laughs> is another. Okay. Uh, my my brother brothers both of my brothers you know like family friends like I mean really when I really the whole 50 cent thing when that popped off I was living in my one of my best friend's basements (laughs) yeah with all three of my kids that's when I always joke started at the basement now I'm here
1: (laughs) (laughs) yo let me ask you a question so huh. when the 50 cent thing popped off was that something he actually bought no did he endorse it like how did no, i am gonna, talk keep, about it this, keep, I'm it gonna keep it real i'm gonna keep it real yeah, because um
0: that. you know i was just trying to take an opportunity that's something okay if you do you read books a lot have you heard of the alchemist
1: the alchemist it's a book called the alchemist yeah
0: this is a book called the alchemist i had actually just got out of a my uh the relationship with the father of my children I read okay. the Alchemist and okay. I was like oh shit I'm about to be an artist that's what I really want to be right.
1: <laughs> yeah. let's do this right.
0: Um, so then I just had started painting and I was mm-hmm. like, I'm definitely having an art show. And okay. There was no 50 cent at the moment, but I was really pushing my art on the internet. Okay. I had friends who really believed in me mm-hmm. all the time. People still to this day. And I'm thankful because you never know what ones I like will actually work for me. But people hit me up with, um, ideas and opportunities that they think are like, like, oh, you should do this. You should do that. You know, right. you, everybody knows what you should do. Um, it's important to listen, um, uh, right. I'm actually, I, I still work on the listening part, but like for the 50 Cent thing, you know, I kept putting out on the internet, I'm, ha- I'm having my art show in November. My right. goal was to have it for my first birthday, because I, I said my first birthday. For my, uh, first 20, my first art show for my 29th birthday, okay. um, which was in November, but I had just had my third child, my son Jackson, okay. in April. Okay. So I you was know, giving myself some time. And the 50 Cent thing happened in the summer. And the way that happened was he had started posting people's art mm-hmm. um, with the FN Baka thing on Instagram. Okay. And because I was pushing it so much, a couple of my friends, and it's like people who don't know each other. Right. You know, they're like, oh, you should do something for 50 Cent. You it, it was actually two separate people at that point. And yeah. The same thing. <laughs> yeah, and they, um, so they reached out to me, sorry, <laughs> yeah, uh, they reached, I get, my thoughts get messed up sometimes, so they, uh, two, they re- they some people, different there. people reached out to me, mm-hmm. and, um... They weren't connected. So I wasn't paying it. I didn't pay it any mind, really, because I didn't think that 50 Cent would see. I was like, what's the point of doing that? Like, just to tag him on the Internet. There's millions of people. Like, he's never going to see it. So I wasn't going to do it. Mm -hmm. Then I'm sitting, and this is when I was in the basement. Uh, <laughs> living in my friend's basement, but like she's one of my best friends, so i will be upstairs talking to her, mm-hmm. and we're just uh, she's like, and this had nothing to do with it, ins- art or anything. Okay. She's just like, you know, Fifty Cent's gonna be around the corner ne- next week, <laughs> or, or I don't know what it was it? It was a couple days or Friday. I don't know when it was.
1: Okay.
0: And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, he's gonna be at the liquor store, at e. H., like, cause he was promoting vodka. Yeah. Okay. And I was, and that's when I was like. No, that's crazy. Like, he's going to be walking distance to where I'm living right now. I have to do this. Like, two different, and that's, like, uh, why I brought up the alchemist. Because I felt like Mm -hmm. the universe kept sending me signs. Like, different people who didn't know each other told me to do it. Then he's going to be walking. Right around the corner. If I didn't take this opportunity, I just felt like I was passing up a blessing somebody's given me.
1: Absolutely.
0: And so I brought it there. Mm Mm-hmm and he was like, took it and he's mm. like, oh, I'm, I'm going to put this in my office and it actually was there for a long time. I would see it and um, mm. I don't know how to say it. Everybody's internet names are funny as hell. Like You don't know if you say it the right way. <laughs> it's like C-Clops or Clops something three or Clops me. Yeah, Klops, one I mean. of those
1: weird names. He's like
0: the the 50 Cent uh, videographer. Okay. And a funny guy. He was like a Vine guy, like um, made a lot of millions. Of, he's got... Jeez. yeah, got lots of followers. But okay. You would see it in the background of his funny things with the hot girls. So it, it still got a, a lot of air, you know? And that's so, the thing is like, it's not always about... People can't... You got to make the opportunity. You have to... People aren't always going to see you. Sometimes you got to make yourself seen so they're they aware of you and then they can start buying stuff from you.
1: So so let me ask you this. So do you think that doing that 50 cent thing taught you to be more aggressive more of a hustler, more definitely. than being laid back and saying, I don't know if I should do that. That
0: was like, definitely, I mean, it might have been probably beginner's luck or, or whatever, but it's the first time I put myself out there and I got in the newspaper. Right. Um, He had said like, oh, I want to have you in my Art basil show. Like, there's all, you hype. start, yeah, there's always hype. You start to realize, that's another thing. I'm happy for mm-hmm. everything these, I every year. There's so much to learn. I'm still sure there's a million things to learn. Right. But a lot of people tell you things and even then when things don't come to fruition mm-hmm. there's so much there's so many goals that i have and like certain things that like i might have a goal to do this and it might get put on the back burner until mm-hmm. later but i'm still working at it so right. when when opportunities like that are missed you know i don't i don't get upset i just right. know maybe um Mm-hmm. you know life
1: gone the way or let me ask you this because sometimes you know conversations always come around in hip-hop where we have culture vultures and uh, it was it was a lot going on and i'm, I'm gonna get into <laughs> what they what they say and what, what it's all about but pretty much dame dash always labeled leo cohen a culture vulture yeah. and he's white yeah so, I know. I'm, i want to know I've had from people you...
0: tell me i'm appropriating uh the black culture before like come at me and waste so like, i
1: want you probably. to that's why, I, why i'm bringing it up i want you to explain to me do you feel like you're a culture vulture
0: well, do there's you, people who call m and a culture like you know it doesn't matter but I how do like, you
1: feel do you feel that it doesn't matter about your skin tone you can still be a part of a culture regardless just like a black man could be part of a rock and roll culture can you explain age, does that yeah. offend you how, did you, how no, did you deal with I d-
0: that? I, uh, well, things that offend me, mm-hmm. I just shrug off, really. I just, I'm, not, I'm actually, I don't, I don't know.
1: It, it doesn't bother you? <laughs> uh,
0: it, well, I just, I accept. I know that's the way, the, like some people are uh, mm. still behind in their thinking and some people are more logical. Um, right. I'm also, it's very hard for me um i'm i'm mixed i feel like so many people are mixed now it's hard to even
1: and which you mix with what you mix?
0: i'm german and iranian okay yeah so it's like how can they say that i I don't know and to me it's about respecting the art and like there's songs that i've listened to that have gotten me through like parts of my life and with some of them songs (laughs) <laughs> there's a lot Like name,
1: I, name too you ain't gotta name them all just give oh, me songs well, I, I mean. like
0: albums I mean okay, obviously me the Lemonade album done helped every woman who's been absolutely. in that type of but what situation. about hip hop
1: albums what? do you have a hip hop album that got you through something or a song
0: oh a lot I loved the dynasty okay uh, there's a song Song Cry like a lot of the songs that Jay Z talks about his dad I don't There's it's like a lot of stuff Jay Z talks about
1: so is Jay Z your favorite artist
0: uh, I guess ultimately, but it's hard because there's, to me right. too, there's so many different types of artists and there's different moods I want to be in. There's like turn up moods, but definitely Jay-Z's like one of the people, artists I respect the most. Okay. In so many ways, I look to him, even for business advice, I'd be listening right. to him like you, he's my do dad. Do you
1: contribute Jay-Z for bringing art to hip-hop? Because he talked about it in a lot of his albums, the Picassos <laughs> and different things like that.
0: Yes, definitely. He's definitely... Um, you know he's he's got like the Oprah effect in in hip hop. You know right. what he touches turns to gold. So right. the second he starts talking about something, it's gonna have people researching things that they never thought about or didn't right. even weren't even aware of. Right. So I'm sure there's plenty of people who who didn't know about the, the the things that he's talked about. There's so much more too than just art that he's put people on. But
1: yeah, business.
0: Business, just even now, 444 Four. is trying to teach people how to be a real man, how to, right. you know, it's
1: just a right. lot. Definitely. So Definitely. much. <laughs> Definitely. Let's talk about cuffing season. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Can't cuff the uncuffable.
1: <laughs> so Can't do you consider yourself uncuffable? Did, you <laughs> <No, no. laughs> Did you ever have a situation where.
0: No, no. Did you ever
1: have a situation where you cuff when you cuff somebody. No, I, don't believe, I don't to... believe
0: in all the cuffing stuff. I'm old. I'm I'm 31. I'll be 32 this year with all these kids. Like
1: you believe in getting married?
0: Well, I believe in like dating somebody with a purpose. I was young and I did whatever they was calling cuffing. <laughs> but
1: <laughs> Yo. I
0: don't know. <laughs> I but I didn't. For right. me, it was never about the weather <laughs> and when, I, when right. I chose to lock someone down. It was more about respect, and I felt like a lot of people I dated, they was just, you know, it was Facebook, all that. I mean, it's right. hard at that age in college and being yeah. young and internet for people to be monogamous. Right. But cuffing season, I think it's funny. I almost... <laughs>
1: Yeah, cause you laughed when I when I told you about that, you started cracking up. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's like 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 it's a fashion. Like, let me try you on. Let's try on this sweater. Let's try on this jacket. It's like another season. It's funny that people think of relationships in that way.
1: <laughs> it's Do you think up. it's immature?
0: Um. Well, you know, I joke about a lot of stuff, and I get laughs at things that are immature. Okay. I laughed at. Right. Like. The word fart
1: earlier. <laughs> oh yeah, the boy. Yeah. yeah, talk about him. Talk about him. Well, your childhood. Get into your childhood.
0: Oh, Art the Fart. I was telling <laughs> DJ Bugsy earlier. <laughs> art
1: to Fart, yo, that's some wild shit. Yo, that's no. some wild shit though. Art the Fart, though, that shit crazy. Well, because he was. How did he get that fucking name though? Like. Because
0: he was real old, like old as you know, Art the Fart, like an old fart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Yo. <laughs> Yo. That shit crazy. Art the fart. So it was because he 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 consistently let it go or no. <laughs> or
0: no, it was just <laughs> rhyme with art. It was just rhyme with art. I guess I don't know. I was real young. You came up with the name. No, I didn't come up with it. I was real young. It's okay. just like a family name for him. <laughs> we just know called. It. Cause listen, Art was like listen.
1: <laughs> okay, yo, <laughs> yo. <laughs> this shit is funny yo wow that's crazy my man name wrong with art fart, well
0: man. yeah he was a good old guy but he it was an old old man his pilot probably, like probably like in his 70s he would drink a lot he was like didn't have a home or mo- well i don't know how it went about i was very young but my mom saw him get beat up outside mm. of a bar.
1: Right. And
0: we took him in our house and right. helped him get... and Well, our trailer. <laughs> and then he lived it. we put a, him in a trailer out back of our trailer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yo, you wow, You wow, yo. I can't... For real. We All were. right, I want to get into the Art Basel show. I want us to get um, the laughs out. But I got to get to... Sorry. Tell me how did you get basically there... And is it the meat mill piece that got you there? Like, tell no, me how did No, you- I
0: went there on my. I've been trying to get that. Really, what got it in my head? Because you got to understand, when I fell in love with art, it mm-hmm. was because art helped me be happy. It had nothing to do with because this person was doing it and it was cool, or because I loved mm-hmm. uh, who? Who do I like? I like Salvador Dali. I guess people can see that in my art. Okay. Um, I like um georgia o'keefe a lot um but it's not i never that was never what got me into doing art now what got me into doing art was because it made me want to stay alive it gave me like excitement and i just like painting and it just feels real good it was like therapy
1: so when you when you you in your darkest hours Paint helps you get out of it, so it's like therapeutic. So
0: yeah, there was a time when I felt like, like I mean, it was okay. really when I was pregnant with my third child. I did not want. To, I didn't think I feel like I really wanted to be alive. Honestly, really, yeah.
1: Did you have thoughts of suicide?
0: Of course, but really? I didn't want to because I had a baby inside of me, and then I just started painting, and that's that's really why. Like, I wound up um, leaving my that uh, relationship when I was seven months pregnant.
1: Okay. And, and why did you lead a relationship? Well, just
0: because I I knew once I had the baby, I was going to be either way more sad if I didn't,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or I was just about to go home and just right. make it. I had a choice. You always have a choice in your happiness, and I right. wanted to choose to be happy. So I really loved to paint, and I wanted to go home and be an artist. <laughs>
1: and that's pretty And much.
0: that's what I did. And the thing is, I, I heard about Art Basel first when... um. Swiss Beat? no, not Swiss Beats, 50 Cent said, okay. oh, I'm going to have you in my Art Basel show. That so led me to do my research. Yeah, see, oh. hip-hop put me on in art. Up, in art. And then, so then I'm like, I'm going to be at Art Basel. And yeah. then I did a, an online contest a few months later. Right. Sometimes, it's been a while now. I'm pretty sure that def- this happened after the 50 Cent thing, but it was like a Swiss Beats online contest. Mm-hmm. Um, he had had... Uh, and you gotta understand, like, I do everything through Instagram because in South Jersey, where I am, it is all the woods. So, right. I when I do everything in Philly, Philadelphia is a seventy-seven minute train ride from my home. Mm. Um, I Man, really yes, <laughs> hey, and I so haven't had you, a car for two years. So, so, where, so, then it's so Hold on,
1: where where are you coming from in Jersey? At Harbor City, near Atlantic City.
0: It's like twenty minutes outside Atlantic City. Twenty-five. And I mean is, it's. Yeah,
1: twenty. Wow, oh, I never knew it was that long because I actually probably. took a train to Atlantic City before.
0: Twenty-five, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And then, um it's
0: like a three-hour commute. But there's nothing like I mean, there definitely is some art in Atlantic City, but I felt like the closest city was Philly. I already had a great network there. I've st- I was already working there, bartending there, went to college there. The father of my mm-hmm. children's family was there, so I lived there a lot. Right. Friends and family there, mm-hmm. um, so that's why I do all my art. Well, it's, like, been the base of my career. Okay. Philadelphia.
1: Philadelphia. So uh, you've got to travel a lot back yeah. and forth.
0: So I do a lot online because... Other than when I can get out to the city, yeah. you know everything is online, and that's how the world is, and that's how I've grown my business and my art right and spread my like a lot of my paintings I'm not even doing for money it's because I have a feeling and I want to get out and a message and it's just like uh, my about what's going on in in s- society, but let me get back to topic i I did all that okay. um, I had the done a beating. Swiss beats contest, okay, and he had um mm-hmm. i think he had said something this wasn't a, about art basil but he was gonna put all the the paintings in a show together okay. and th- like that made me start following him and then i i started to respect him a whole lot being uh, like he's he's really trying to further his knowledge uh, and and do a lot for the artist the living artist and i like it's a big goal of mine to be in his no commission show. Okay. Because, um, the once I was put on our Basel, he's probably one of the artists I respect the most and he's definitely like, like doing it all from hip hop or like, Yeah. Uh, you know, but, you a lot of hits. Yeah, and his show, his no commission show is all about, you know, letting letting the artists keep 100% of their commission because like, a lot of the artists, like it's, you know, they say he's a starving artist. You know, I, I struggle a lot myself and I've, and it's all learning. I, I'm sure I i don't always make the best decisions. Right. But it's very hard to get paid your worth. Absolutely. Um, and, I don't and, get
1: paid my worth. And I'm and DJ Bugsy. My,
0: hey. <laughs>
1: I'm in a one-year anniversary of my podcast. Tell them. Tell them. One-year anniversary to my podcast. Some people don't want to cross-promote. Some people don't want to promote. Ain't Some people crazy? don't want to put you... Put you, put a picture of themselves with you On the fucking What the no, hell it's these sad. people it's should everybody's be shot They should be shot
0: they're, they're worried about their image in a crazy way In a crazy way that got them looking so fake In the real world right. Like you so worried about your Your image your online Your friends,
1: your people Like who is these Like this fucking Like it's no point of you coming on this podcast If you're not going to cross promote Or if you're not going to post shit don't ask me to text me your picture. Well, it's picture.
0: 2018 now. Like, I mean, 17 is, and it's so sad how people think. Like, like people are really worried about likes Their or, or, and you gotta understand, people it's the might new not. crack. It's people, the new people crack. might talk shit about you. They might not want to put that picture up of you because you know people that you do business with. They
1: want to put it on an Instagram story because they know that shit gonna fade in, in a 24 day.
0: hours. Come on, now.
1: That shit, no. We it's ain't all
0: see through. It's all see It's
1: transparent. <laughs> <laughs> it's and like, it's crazy
0: the? because like I've had multiple people tell me like, oh, why do you talk about your financial struggles or like things that you're going through? I'm like, glad you brought like, that up. Like, why don't you? That's gonna that's gonna make your art not worth as much or mm-hmm. or. And my thing is, what do my financial struggles have to do with my art? Like, my art is definitely worth worth. Worth so much. Right. And my financial struggles, I'm a single mother of three trying to push my own business. I'm the only person investing in me and the only person financially taking care of my children. I do have friends and family that will give me meals and help me with groceries. Right. They don't put money in my pocket, but they'll bring me a bag of groceries or cook a meal, right. and I don't pay for my babysitting. you know. And there's many ways that I am helped that way, and I am able to reach out to people and borrow money, but I still got to pay it back. Right. So at the end of the day, when people are like, oh, don't talk about your financial financial struggles because that's gonna hurt your business i'm like because i'm keeping it real right like that's crazy like i like i'm i can't fake it like right yeah like because people (laughs) do
1: be frauding on the ground terribly
0: and the thing is terrible and that's something that's hurt me a lot is like well it's like not hurt me i be saying some things because i'm strong that shit did not hurt it was just shocking <laughs> sorry
1: she's <laughs> like
0: sorry I had to check myself
1: <laughs> She like that shit didn't I hurt
0: <laughs> no it's just shocking because they sell themselves at this whole platform and they got hundreds of thousands of fathers and a blue check mark right. and you meet them and you respect them on a way but you realize you never met this person in real life and you meet them in real life and they don't got shit to do with their, what they're selling exactly. like they're selling a dream It's like, and another thing
1: I I don't yeah, understand coordinate. motherfuckers Whatever. that got private pages, <laughs> but they got a business. How the fuck how is, somebody going, ba- yeah.
0: how is somebody going? How is somebody gonna
1: check out your business but your shit private? So I they gotta it, they gotta request we'll you to, to open to open to see what the fuck you selling. Yeah. They're not going to be able to see what you selling. And those are
0: people that either A, they're going through personal things and dealing with a relationship and doing all that. like
1: Yeah, they don't want their other So it's actually like a know. business
0: and personal page. So it's either that or they're probably people who feel special. Like you need to follow me if you want to see what I'm buying. But I mean, right. then you're limiting your audience. And it's, I don't feel like that's the smartest thing to do. Right. Cause you want to, I want everybody. And that's my thing is people be asking like, why? Uh, like even telling you that no 50 cent did not buy my art, but, I doesn't, that doesn't make it any less valuable he wouldn't have known about me if I didn't push it like like right. I put out there you know how much people pay to get advertised and like my art's been seen that one painting still comes up even in his videographer videos and he's got these people have millions of followers so it's right. like a pay, it keeps coming up and it's like a paid advertisement and even like the Erica Badu painting they posted on Shade Room and they posted right. a bunch of paintings on Shade Room those are paintings like that I made a year ago and now they're coming back up just now I made them right. two years Ago, it's coming up now. Like, right. like people are just getting around to seeing it. So you don't ever know just because maybe you didn't get the penny that you wanted, or you had to put something somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, that's still I still I'm getting paid off that. Like, like, so what if I I didn't pay the twenty thousand dollars for people to see it in investments, right. but I, I didn't get paid twenty thousand by fifty cent either. So it's it's like checks and balances. I you know.
1: Yeah, I just want to also get into the ad that came out this week, the H and M ad. Um, The the young black boy Coolest monkey in the jungle And what's your thoughts on that And also I want to talk about The stereotypical types of When it comes to females It's like um, white girls wanna have big butts And black girls wanna have long hair Cause you first Before you get into so that
0: So we're talking about racism
1: Yes But before I want you to touch on the H&M ad Do you mm-hmm. think that it was racist Do you think that people Blew it out of proportion Because even the weekend He basically cut ties with H&M Because of the, the ad But the mom is okay with it <laughs> And I feel like It's really and the parent Because the parent is gonna tell that kid That yay and nay You gonna do the ad or you're not So if the parents say she cool what really can the public really say about it? It's like, what can you really say?
0: I mean, I think of everything like machines, and I just think everything is working the way it works.
1: Nope. Okay. <laughs> is that, that's, um, a, that's a way to put it.
0: H&M definitely did what they did, and it's all racist, but okay. we're still talking about it, so their name is still buzzing. Right. And the parents, I would they was tripping. Right. I just made a painting, uh, My Ninth Commandment. Okay. Um, knows I race one cannot win okay. and it's about racism because and, and it's uh, like it's like chalk outlines of dead souls mm-hmm. in a rocket ship that's made out of a dollar bill with hands reaching towards it that are all different colors mm. because money really is the root of all evil and it all comes back to money like H&M is doing it for publicity where Preach. the backlash is going out Preach. the parents did it for money like they all need money Preach. everybody's doing it for money
1: that's a fact. So, we'll That's enjoy. a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. But but what about the stereotypical type like white girls? They want big butts. Black girls want long hair because they always want to be weaved up. <laughs> Let's keep it one hundred. Do you? Did you ever like from your standpoint? From from your what, how do you look at that? Because do well, you have white friends that are like? I want to get you know. I a used big to butt? have a
0: real big butt i I used to be like yeah. like <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: it was so yeah. I was so thicker than a snicker. No, you should have seen it what
1: happened? I, I wanted had three to be kids ask you and too. i
0: were I, it's just a different lifestyle <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wanted to get action too. do you feel like do you feel like you have to be sort of provocative? prerogative? prerogative? for people to kind of, like, channel you in as an artist? Well,
0: obviously sex sells, but the fu- the problem is what if you just feel like being sexy? Like, I'm still a woman. Like, right. I can't, like, uh, it's hard because right. I'm a mother. Right. I want to be respected. I am intelligent. Right. I want to teach people things. And you know what? I feel sometimes I want, you know, A lot of my art, a lot of times when I paint women or paint things, I take a picture of myself or, like, put myself in, like, that curved position or, like, this to see how things will go and the shadows will go. Right. So, like, I mean, I'm an artist and I feel like women are, men are art, the world is art, so. Yeah. Sex sells, I guess, but I don't do anything to sell it. I right. mean, every every cliche is true, but when I be sexy like it's not selling nothing. It's because right. sometimes I feel like being sexy. I'm also a woman who likes to feel myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, hey, ain't listen. Listen, listen. Sometimes, <laughs> <listen. laughs> <No>, sometimes. <laughs> hey, See Well, you it's you want to feel yourself, but you want a a man to feel you too, right? Oh no, no,
0: you talking? No, I'm feeling myself like myself. Like I'm not talking about sexually.
1: You talking about oh feeling yourself mean I'm the shit. Yeah, I I'm I'm
0: I'm proud of myself. I've had three children. I've always been an athlete. You know, I've always athlete. Yes, really. Well, I've always been athletic. I played sports all throughout till like. High school, you I did, did. What'd yeah.
1: you
0: play? soccer, basketball, and sophomore. Really, basketball? Yes, come on, you was on the court. You yeah, like a, a like an AI. Really, you know, you was number your two? Shit. Yeah, number two though. Cross-overs? I had that shot. Well, he's number one, but
1: you was crossing over. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you was breaking angles <laughs> <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> Shut up. I, look, look, look! <laughs>
0: oh, I was. There was strange. only two freshmen who made JV, me and Jaquana, and it was. Uh, oh, you yeah. made JV my freshman year.
1: When did did you make varsity?
0: Oh, well, I wound up stopping playing basketball because.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All the girls would make fun of this one girl because she was a lesbian. I kept sticking up for her, and I just couldn't deal with it. It was too much drama. Like the I was pressure. there to play basketball. Depression. And like these girls would like cry on the bus and stuff, and I would be sticking up for. It, it was like crazy. But they wasn't That's coming at you. That's another fucked up thing. No, well, they would tell me, "Oh, what are you a lesbian too?" But I had right. a, like it was like obvious that I'm not. But okay. Like it was just fucked up because there's I don't know. I never, I whenever I see people starting to get hurt, mm-hmm. I just, I try to help them. But I'm not going to stay in a situation, like basketball right. is supposed to be like a fun thing. Exactly. But I started varsity all four years soccer and all four years softball.
1: Oh, I definitely would have
0: been varsity bad. Like there's, I don't know. That's just, a that was a sad thing.
1: Okay. Now I want to get into This Meek Mill thing Because that's how I. That's another you.
0: thing Like see that's why I painted the Meek Mill thing Is because I That has nothing to do With Meek Mill I've been painting Prison reform paintings Because I feel like The prison system Needs to be reformed It's like I mean If anybody just
1: So that painting Didn't initially start That So I that
0: painted w- that Before I even knew There was a rally
1: Uh And then I heard, no,
0: I heard there was a rally, like it was like 75% done. And then I saw, that's another thing. Like the alchemist, if you read the alchemist, you'll see the universe works for you. I already had that painting. already painted like 75%. And then I see the, oh, there's going to be a So you did the
1: face last.
0: No, I had that done. Like I had all that. But why
1: does the face look like meat though?
0: Because it was Meek Mill. Like, I already had that idea in my painting. So you saying I had, it was start, done
1: before he got locked up?
0: No. I started painting it the day that I heard that he got locked up. For a, two, for a fucking pop and a wheelie for two to four years, right. 10 years after his first thing. So they've kept him on, on they strung him up and tripped him up to keep him on probation to finally catch him. And they, what they caught him for was a fucking wheelie. Are you kidding me? Right. And they put him like, I the day that I heard that, I was angry. And then right. that's when I made the painting and I had it mostly done. I had it, like I said, 70, 75% done. Okay. Then I saw the thing. And that's when I'd be feeling like if the opera, the, I feel like, all this stuff be helping me, like happening for me to to spread my word. And this is the third p- painting I've made over the past couple of years about prison reform. And this is like a rally and, and like there's going to be people there. So I wanted to spread my message. So I really quick hurried up and finished the painting so I could make it to the rally. Okay. But it was already started. Like I started it as soon as he got locked up.
1: Wow. So... And did you think you was gonna get the kind of notoriety Not that you got? at all.
0: I've put so much you thought so, into you things on
1: Billboard.com. Yeah. The shade room and yeah. many other local national news stations and national.
0: And and a lot of lot of like, you know, people with a lot of followers, high right. priority people they call, you know, in Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people reposting my stuff, supporting and and like it's, it's, it's hard. I'm so thankful for it all, mm-hmm. but I just hope that I get like people understand that it's like not just about Meek Mill. like like it was way bigger than that, like if they saw my other paintings like and I, I put like mm-hmm. underneath of it, I do the research. Right. Sometimes I, I do rhymes, there's like a rap underneath Meek Mills or spoken word you might call it. Okay. <laughs> um, but there even other ones, if it's not like that, I put right. a whole. Why I painted it, and it's just because the the prison system is the new slave system. Like right. it's like basically they all they did was change the, the rules. They didn't change the game. The right. game's still racism. It's still money. It's still keep the man low, so the man can be high. Like,
1: mm, that's deep. I don't know. That's deep. What you think can be done about it? If you if you if you could get into politics or get into something to help prison reform. What do you think would be the solution? I, already,
0: I got a few ideas for Jay Z.
1: Can you move that <laughs> down for me, that black piece? This, no, just a black piece? Just uh, this this a black piece. This, this? Yeah, that. Move that down oh, a little bit more. A little bit more. Thank you. Because yeah. I got to see.
0: Go oh, I got a few ideas, but I don't want to say that one.
1: Oh, you want to keep that? Well, top I have shelf, like some art
0: DR ideas that I really believe in. Mm-hmm. So once I get where I'm going, they're okay. going to work. But as far as prison reform, prison reform, it's hard. Prison reform. Mm. They're not going to change it for a while because you got to find another way to make money off of it somehow because they're not going to stop. The, the, courts, they, the courts make too much money. The guards make too much money. The people in the prison are making too many products to make money for the companies like Victoria Seeger, who have bought into, you know, them yeah. making <laughs> all that shit. It's hard. It's all about money.
1: Man, listen... I, I I feel sorry for me. And it's and it and they everybody did everything they can do. And it's just like he's not getting out. Like he is not getting out. It's sad to say, but I don't see it. I just don't see it overturning. Um I know they appealed it, so I know he's gonna have an appeal have, hearing, but, but she, the judge blocked his bell. Like she said, no bell. I
0: mean, you gotta think it's the same he's probably not, because it's just the same thing as <laughs> recreational weed in so many states where people are serving so many years you know and like if they're only still now just getting pardoned in California so that means it's still gonna take X amount of years until Mm -hmm. it's legal till here and there and then they get pardoned and you gotta think that's so fucked up that if he was like 100 miles over he would've been pardoned but now he's still spending X amount of years in jail because of 100 miles so at the end of the day I don't I don't have Realistically, mm. uh, Meek's gonna be in there a little longer.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, it's just it's. I'm optimistic,
1: mm-hmm. in ways. Okay. But
0: then I'm realistic about things and the way machines work.
1: Right.
0: You know, it's yeah. got it. Something. It's all about money. So it, it comes down to what what would make these people happy besides money.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, money. Yeah.
0: Got to change the prison system by finding out.
1: Right.
0: You know, I think it's spreading love and empathy, creating empathy. Right. Because, you know, even people who who are racist mm-hmm. that don't think it's about money because it's been so ingrained within their family and mm-hmm. within their family line. Or not even their family, just their surroundings, who they, they've been around, what's raised them, whatever, mm-hmm. right. their environment. It's really still all about money because it might about not you might not be racist because of money, but somebody bought somebody and made them believe Mm -hmm. that you are better than another person for their monetary gain down the line. And it's just been passed along for far enough that you don't know that connection, but it's there.
1: That's true. What do you got coming up next for 2018? I I really appreciate you coming on this podcast and, and, and telling the world about your story, how you started your art your connection with Meek Mill, prison reform, racism. You touched on a lot tonight. But what's coming up for you next? What you got coming up in 2018? Um and what and out of all your pieces, what's your favorite one? And what do you think is worth the most out of all your pieces?
0: Um Okay. So, that was a lot. What is coming up? Yes. In 2018. Well, right now I'm working with um uh, it's actually the mall I had my very first job with ever. I worked at Annie's Pretzels. Okay. <laughs> I'm working with uh, a wonderful
1: mm-hmm.
0: young mother okay. and business owner. Okay. It's, the business is called Blink, and it's on uh, an Eyelash Salon in South Jersey in okay. the mall. Okay. And what I'm putting in now is a. Mm-hmm. Uh, a 3D installation a gallery installation on her wall where people can go and the paintings will actually always be for sale um, or that are on the wall dope oh, <laughs> yeah oh, oh. and there's gonna uh, 10% is always gonna be going to uh, the local women's shelter
1: and the other 90% is gonna go to you yes and when does that start
0: Um, the grand reveal the the lash Line's already open but the reveal is mm-hmm. the 26th it's the last friday in january so that's coming up
1: oh it's coming up yeah you ready to get that money
0: yes sir <laughs> i'm trying <laughs> i'm not struggling much longer people okay i'm not gonna I, i'm never faking it and i'm gonna make it okay <laughs> i know that's right
1: i see you got a couple bars oh, so are you going always. back to the art basil show
0: uh, after this first year, I don't think there's going to be a year I don't go back. Like, it literally, it was all investment this year. I learned so much, but the energy and the feeling was crazy. Like, I never felt mm-hmm. so good. I never felt so... No. People will hear my message there, like, definitely. And I, I don't know. I, it was cool. There's so much. It's such a good experience.
1: So, so...
0: Oh, my favorite painting.
1: My yeah, your favorite, favorite painting. painting. And which painting There's, you got that you think is worth the most that you would sell? And how much would you sell it for? A billion no, dollars. On,
0: no, I'm ahead. joking. No, I have so many <laughs> favorites, though. So, okay, because, one, just one. okay, well, uh, I have a favorite. Mm-hmm. The very first one I ever made 3D is a piano man. Okay. And I s- just sold that for 3500 Really? Yeah.
1: Congratulations! Oh my God! Listen, but like, that's like, are I... you excited about that? I mean, come but it's on. Like Thirty five hundred, <laughs> motherfucker! Goddamn. Yeah. To... Wow! Congratulations! Was that your first big money <laughs> bag? That no. Did... Oh, you had another bag bigger than that.
0: Well, see, that one's <laughs> so special to me.
1: Mm-hmm. You want it back?
0: No, I don't want to let it back because. <laughs> I'm thankful for it. Okay. But it, it just was really special, you know. Like even the hand, like the 3D part, is mm-hmm. made out of like a Gucci shoebox <laughs> cardboard really? because it was my experimental. I didn't even. Right. It was the very first time, and like from that, I experimented and realized I needed sturdy and stuff. They're right. still definitely way sturdy, but mm-hmm. it's just. Um,
1: but what? But what? What is you secured the bag? More well, than Antonio
0: Brown paid me a thousand dollars a day to paint the mural at his house.
1: So. Antonio Brown. Yeah. From the NFL?
0: Yeah. Really? Yeah. I got a I got a nice little little check that's from, from uh Touchdown Brown Incorporated. It's like Yo, no for real. So I mean t- So you had like to go to
1: his house to I do feel that? Like,
0: yeah, it's on his wall.
1: So you stayed and just
0: painted it. And How cut the wood.
1: How long it took you? Couple days. So you stayed at his place? Yes. Yo, that's crazy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's dope.
0: Yeah, there was a bunch of people there, though. Like, he has his team there, like his chef, his trainers, and so stuff. So, you
1: ate some of the chef food?
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> yo, Chef Flip. I don't know. I don't talk to none of them, but it's not like. Right. You don't go and make business with, like, and be, like, best friends with everybody for life. But Chef Flip.
1: Chef he Flip? Was,
0: yo, he was the sheen.
1: Damn! Shout out to Chef Flip. He
0: would just pop up with Was like a plate. Of, no, I don't ever drink. I don't do that. I mean, uh, this you is. You're
1: drinking tonight.
0: Well, it's a one-year anniversary. I'm not here painting <laughs> and, and 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 no, no.
1: Uh, oh, okay.
0: I'm a very business-oriented,
1: oriented, oriented type person, woman, right?
0: And no, and um, I uh-huh. can't imagine trying to drive in the lines, right? right. When you're drinking, how are you going to paint in the lines? Mm. And I actually, like I said, that's good. That's, and I you know, and that's I get sick so about. easy. Like I said, that's really? why the only reason why I'm drinking. The only thing I can drink is without mimosa. is a mimosa without getting sick. So wow. I'm on a champagne diet, you know, 24 hour, that one.
1: <laughs> oh, you you kicking that jerk shit. I know about that jerk.
0: Well, I like everything. That's why when you tell me, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: pick something. Like, I have so many different moods, like,
1: but what's what? do what, what, Right. But I who puts you in the best mood? So it gotta there's be there's always that one artist that going you I get stuck in that. on
0: something. There's this girl, Tierra Wack, right now. Her oh, song Mumbo her. Jumbo. I could just I mean, but I mean I'm sure a lot of her music. Right. Um I haven't delved into the rest of everything. Right. But me when I listen to something, or even like I mean, just Fetty Wap, in 2015, I listened to his album over and Tread over Queen. a couple of times because the beat carried me through, right? I, that was probably a little uh, uh, Jersey pride in me. <laughs> 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 I love. I don't know, but there's certain things that might just be the beat. Um, yeah. There's certain things I listen to because I'm trying to get through this moment in life right now, and you're about to give me wisdom. Right. There's certain things I'm about to. What you think about Cardi B down. and Bruno Mars? I Mara's love new Cardi song. B. I've been listening to finesse. Cardi B. I've loved her since the basement and finesse.
1: The new video finesse. Oh, Probably I love took it. Took the 11 Color set and turned it. it into a video.
0: I love it. I love yeah. when people pay homage to the past, to or, or or show their inspirations, right. and and it's not it's it's really important to remember where you came from, and not just to think you're the shit doing it all on your own, because all that shit paved your way, and just That's like all these artists, there's so many painters I know, and everything is the same. Painters too. There's painters who have no integrity, like they'll just copy another artist for for a quick money, real quick. Right. and okay cool you're gonna get that quick money but you're never gonna get a big respectable bag like you're never gonna get the real money because you don't <laughs> give a fuck like right. how could you really give a fuck because if you took somebody else's art like how would you feel if somebody took yours cornball sorry
1: <laughs> i amid- actually when i first seen the financial <laughs> video like- i immediately tweeted Unbelievable video, song directed by Bruno Mars. He is a genius. He took the entire In Lemon Color set, gave it the concept. He's unbeatable. Cardi (sighs) B flow is so 90s. Wow. Definitely one of the best remixes I've heard in recent memory. That was my tweet once I seen that video because it takes a lot for me to gravitate to these artists today. Mm -hmm. And that was one song I'm like, yo. This dude is unfucking believable Definitely. But I hear somebody else, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's some bullshit. Like, fuck off. And of it here.
0: was just nice. <laughs> it's just... It wasn't so much like... Mm-hmm ass drugs all that it was just nice refreshing for the summer i just feel like it's like it's it put us all in a good mood, mood. It, it, and I it's feel like, like it's upbeat gonna, for the country like
1: yeah because the country is everybody's right following
0: now. RD, uh, cardi b right now everybody yeah, i
1: think she took over the game i'm I think, thankful
0: for her i've been following like i said for a couple years since like loving hip hop yeah, yeah, yeah like because it, it was actually right before she went on Love and hip hop she kept popping up on my instagram feed and i would even tell like in the basement my friend Nikki. right I loved her I would always tell her I would show her videos cause I would be cracking up and she just keeps it real like nobody ever everything she said was real right. like like I don't know so
1: yeah definitely. she deserves she's everything she's taking over she's she, taking did, over. she deser- she's deserves Nikki it she's not Nicki Minaj out the box it's, it's mm-hmm. no, I don't, no one even cares like about I Nikki. don't
0: know it's just like it's like
1: blah blah Nikki. <laughs> Like, I'm not trying to hate, but I'm keeping it 100. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Nicki Minaj and all the Barbies. And it's, it's, <laughs> if they hear this, they'll be yeah. mad. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Motherfuck em.
0: <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm not, no, like, I am just saying. No, never. Like, I was, um, listen,
1: when it's a big. It's, it's, it's a hard because everybody beam. wants like, to compare
0: everybody, but I just feel like at the same time. There's so many, there's there's only a few women in hip hop. I don't understand why they got to just put the few that there are against each other. They're all going to win. Like they all, they all are winning.
1: Yeah, like Remy at the Ma's end of the winning. day
0: at the end of the day Nicki Minaj is gonna put something out it's gonna go where it's gonna go tomorrow mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. she's still winning mm-hmm. Cardi B is new and refreshing right. and we've got to see her come up right. we didn't get to see Nicki's as up close and personal and on top of that Cardi B did it from the underdog side because not this. it's not the stri- strip. no but it's no. not just the stripper she did it from the love and hip hop side love right. and hip hop is like a clown's show now so it's like anybody who can get Get some respect after coming from the unrespectable. Is like you did that, so she's she's refreshing and she's dope. But you can't knock Nikki. Right. I mean, there's been times I definitely um there's there's I'm not like a, a like a Nikki wave rider, but <laughs> like my my girl Jovi, she she be I'm not a Nikki wave She rider. she she res, she she respects Nikki and I and right. she helped me respect Nikki in a way. And mm-hmm. I've watched some things like. Like, Nikki has shown women how to be tough as shit. Nikki has. Nikki, I mean, it has nothing to do. Um, with me, I'm not, I don't have no, uh, I'm not going on tour and I don't have a, a green room or whatever, you know, so I can't have demands and all that, but I've watched things where, where Nikki has talked about how, you know, people, she speaks to people or, or she has demands or wants and a vision and people, you know, yeah, they're, they're going to call her a bitch, but she wouldn't be a boss where she's at now if she didn't, wasn't firm in her beliefs. And the thing is. Just because you're a woman and you're strong in your opinion, it doesn't make you a bitch. Like, you could, you're it just like a man is strong in his opinion, he is a boss, but a woman is strong and she's just like, so I can't knock Nikki. And that's because she's another strong ass
1: woman. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> Shout out to the bad ass woman, the strong ass woman. The bad ass bitches but, but, everywhere. But, the, Jovi, but you, you know what that. I meant to ask, and this is my final question, and this is totally off the subject. And I meant to bring this up in the very beginning. And you all might not know about this, but maybe y'all can shed light on this. I always wanted to know, and, and this is a weird-ass question, but when it gets super fucking cold and women with A cup and B cup, they got titty rings, right? Oh, I
0: don't know. I don't have
1: no piercings. <laughs> no, you don't. But what I want to know is like, it's like, is it still cold? Like, is just the <laughs> ring fucking cold? Because I feel like I girls with triple ask. Gs and triple Ds, they don't get as cold as the little titty ones, the itty-bitties. Because that ring is hanging I, I, I and that it's coat so cold, is hitting that ring and you don't have nothing to block it out. <laughs> but if you got big ass titties, you got a lot for the cold to, to get to. You feel well, what I'm saying? <laughs> I, well, I mean, at
0: that point, you're just talking about meat. You're not talking about no bars. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but you get what I'm saying, though. If you had triple D's or triple G's, titty size. Okay. And you was out on the cold, and you had a titty ring. It'd take it it take a long time for that cold to absorb all that titty. But if you got an A cup, B cup, that cold is coming straight to that A cup and that B cup. you right. What
0: I'm saying? <laughs> I mean that's, every, that's everything in general. That's why that's why yeah. bears get thicker in the winter so they can stay warm.
1: That's true. Or they hibernate. You know.
0: We're all animals. I'm sure it's all the same.
1: Mm, that's interesting well this has been a dope episode this is episode 21 i appreciate billy joe for coming on the podcast i wish you what's your name again
0: tasha shout out to
1: tasha She in the cut she representing y'all representing new jersey shout out to all my Yo, folks she's, in Jer- she's, she's, she's my
0: right hand man when we were down at art basil somebody mm. tried to steal a painting really yes and she okay we literally like there's so many people. Yeah, there was like you know the walls. Like we're oh, literally he on the
1: sidewalk. Let me take a picture, and then he started running off. No,
0: shit. not even N- like not that. Not even You're where you are. Like right. what's that? Three feet. I set the painting on like a little half pole right there. Okay. And like I took three pictures of her. Switch right. positions. She takes three of me. me. Boom, bomb. Right. We go. Didn't even notice it or nothing. I'm walking over right there to the pole. I look down. It's gone. Gone. And I just looked up. I couldn't even say nothing. But there's so many people. But we right. were like in the middle of a street. Mm-hmm. So I just took off running to the right, right. And I went to the intersection. I'm looking around. And then I made another right. Probably because I'm right-handed. And I always choose to go right. That's <laughs> fucked up. But No, but then I get to the turn. And uh-huh. it's like probably 30 seconds is going by. I already gave up. And I'm already in my head. I'm like, fuck. I'm about to post a picture, like tweet, like somebody. If you see this painting, grab it. It was my daddy issues. Commandment number three. Well, I'm walking back to where we just were, Mm -hmm. and four seconds later, Tasha's walking up with it. Like,
1: oh, yes, she took off running the
0: other way. Tasha,
1: she, she on play. She going for that. She getting her shit. (laughs) Yes,
0: she ran the other way. If she didn't run the other way, it would have been gone. She caught up to him two blocks the other way. Don't take what's not yours. I know that's right. That shit was. Well, shout out
1: to Tasha. She, you need her on your team. No matter how big you fucking get, keep Tasha on your fucking team. She's my family. That's family. Well, listen, like I said, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. I'm looking forward to seeing what you do in 2018. This is your boy, DJ Bugsy. I got to give a big shout out to my engineer, Eric. This guy is unbelievable. Shout out to Gradwell Studios. Shout out to my man, Dave. Has been tremendous to me all year long. I want to give a big shout out to Brickhouse Studios in Brooklyn, to my boy, D. King, my boy, Kevin. I see y'all. 2018, we're going to fuck the game up. Believe it. Peace, and I'm out.